Okay, Craig is back. Yay! <laughs> Yay! And so, I'm Sam, uh, and... Wolf. <laughs> Wolf. <laughs> I'm Wolf, and I have crippling depression. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> um, hi, uh, I'm Ginger. Um, I'm the guest for this podcast. Hey. <laughs> yeah, we started this podcast because we can. Why not? Valid reasoning. <laughs> cool. So, I'm like going into this podcast somewhat blind, so you're gonna get my genuine reaction, hopefully. Hopefully. Yes. <laughs> so today we're going to be discussing the mysterious disappearance of the Soda Children. From way back, from way back on Christmas Eve of 1945. Oh, dang. Well, five out of ten children went missing. Damn, that family had ten children. Yep. Christianity, man. Dang. <laughs> yeah, Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, nineteen forty-five. George and Jenny Sada, plus nine out of ten of their children, one wasn't in the house for some reason. Uh. I went to sleep. About, about one in the morning, a fire broke out, and the, and George, Jenny, and the four children and four of the children escaped. Uh, George decided. Uh, George decided to re-enter the house because he noticed that four of the children had gone miss had, went with them. So and but when he went to climb the ladder that he usually kept leaning up against the side of the house for some reason. I feel like that's a strange decision to make yeah. with the kids living in the house. Like, you want people uh, to climb up to your roof? I mean, go ahead. But, uh, anyways, it was gone. So he decided to climb his coal trucks to get into a burning building. Sounds like a perfect plan, my guy. Yes. Uh, yes totally. I'm, yes, I'm going to enter a burning building while covered. With combustible material. That's right? definitely a good decision. Right? I love to burn myself alive. <laughs> Luckily, for his own sake, the engines wouldn't start so he couldn't move them. Phew. Well, it's good for his sake. Like, yeah, but... those poor kids. Like, yeah. damn. Those kids didn't even get a chance. <laughs> yep, yeah, um. He did. Their children's names were Maurice, Martha, Louis, Jenny, Betty, Sylvia, Marion, Marion? I, I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm just going to say Ma Marion. John and George Jr. Nice. Those were the ten children. Uh, Marion decided to go over to a neighbor's house to call the city fire department, but the neighbor wasn't there. Another neighbor called the fire department, but but they didn't pick up. So they drove to town to find the fire chief, F.J. Morris. And the fire department was only two and a half miles away. But they didn't arrive at that house until eight in the morning. Seven hours later. Dude, that's sus. <laughs> Why would you not um, arrive until seven hours later? Like, hmm. I, like I, I mean, yeah, it's 1945, and the trucks and cars weren't that advanced, but still, yeah, you you, you could get you could you could walk 2.5 miles and still get there in less time. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah the yeah the. The, the children were assumed to be dead, but there were no remains. Bone and bones don't burn. Uh, in cremation, they have to actually grind the bones down, which shows that bones don't burn. 
and a family friend of, of the, a friend of the family decided to test this out and like was like burned animal bones at like 2500 degrees fahrenheit for about 2 hours but the house was burned down in 40 in 45 minutes anyway so i mean dang Jiminy christmas literally couldn't have burned <laughs> My gosh. And the state inspector deemed the cause of fire to be faulty wiring. But later, the, uh, like, like, uh, before the fire, um, d- uh, at about 12.30 a.m., uh, just a second, I need to find the right thing on the notes. Okay. Um, well, basically at, th- at 12.30 a.m., the, the lights were still on. Which is the weird thing, because uh, a telephone repairman told the Sodders that the lines appeared to have been cut, not burned. Uh, that's weird. And, and if the, the lines had, had been... Uh, and if it, the lines... Like, if it was faulty wiring... Why would the lights still be on? Yeah, like shouldn't the lights like yeah. be flashing off and then go off? Yeah, yeah. That, that's, considering it was like what? Did, considering what you, uh, what year was this in? Mm, uh, nineteen forty-five. Yeah, considering it was in nineteen forty-five, um, I actually don't know if they had like backup generators. Like I severely doubt that. Um, yeah, I I don't think they did. I mean, George sold coal. I don't think even if yeah. generators did, backup generators were a thing back then, I don't think he could afford it. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad career. It's the career that he chose. But but I mean, I don't think people in 1945 who sold coal would. <laughs> exactly uh be able to afford a backup generator yeah so i had to my microphone is connected to my earbuds so i had to take them out because i had to cough oh (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) lovely i know right (laughs) thank you man (laughs) yeah so at around twelve thirty Christmas morning, the the children had opened a few presents. What? That's like thirty minutes after midnight. Why are they I up would... that early? I mean, you you wanna you wanna get those presents? <laughs> I don't know. Valid reasoning, though. <laughs> like, if you really want to open that gift box, you're gonna be open. You're gonna be up at like midnight, right? Come on, man. It's it's Christmas. It's Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) But, like, so around 12.30 Christmas morning, uh, uh, the telephone rang, and Jenny uh, answered it. Uh, There was a female voice on the other end who asked for a name that she didn't recognize. Uh, there was laughter and like uh, glasses sitting against each other on the other end, and uh, Jenny just said, "You have the wrong number," and hung up. She went back to bed, noticed that all the downstairs lights were still on and the curtains were open. The front door was unlocked. She saw Marion is asleep on the couch in uh, in the living room and assumed that the other kids uh, had were in were upstairs asleep. Uh, she turned up the lights, closed the curtains locked the door, and went back to her room. She had just, uh, like, she started to sleep when she heard a, like, a loud, like, bang on the roof and a rolling noise. Huh. Yeah, maybe- Late, and, an hour, and an hour later, she woke up again, but this time, there was smoke coming into their room. Oh? That phone call, that phone call, um... Sounds like it would have been like a distraction. Yeah, and and later, uh, 
like when like uh, a while later uh george uh, found uh found like something like a grenade on the front lawn huh oh and it was a quote uh i mean george concluded that it was a quote pineapple bomb end quote Aww. oh I don't exactly know what that is, but it sounds bad. Yeah. Yeah, that does. <laughs> that sounds very bad. Yeah. Um, so that could explain the bang and the rolling that Jenny heard. Yeah. But why on the roof? Why yeah, the roof? <laughs> yeah, the, the bang could... uh. uh I want to know, how, like, uh, why Jenny didn't hear the hear the ladder falling down or being removed, since it wasn't there. Selective hearing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, possibly. That that's just confusing. <laughs> Extremely. Yeah. But I feel. <laughs> But the worst thing about this is that it happened on Christmas Day. I know! Like, That's the worst what? thing. Like, wh- why do you choose to do this on Christmas? Like, what? Like, if someone actually did do it, why would they do this on Christmas? I mean, someone did actually do it. Yeah. Uh, Santa Claus was angry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It- I don't mean to defend murderers, but like, there's some pretty messed up people out there. Yeah. Like, really messed up people out there. Like, later, later when the soil was tested, they actually found remnants of it, of, of a human spine in, like, in the soil. But it wasn't the Sada children's. Oh, excuse me. What? That... I have so many questions. Yeah, right? Why? I was going to probably took the bones and buried them, but that's just uh, more concerning. Yeah. Why? If it was an official graveyard, they wouldn't have built a house there, so why were there bones there? Why? Yeah, that's... That's confusing. Because, like, it was just remnants of bones. It wasn't whole bones. Huh. That's the weird thing. Dude. The more and more you talk about this, the more and more I'm like, What? Excuse me? I'm, like, just so much more confused. And a few months earlier in the fall, there was a, a, a random guy showed up at the house asking about work. Uh, he went back, uh, he went around the back of the house, pointed to, to the fuse boxes and said, this is, and said, quote, this is going to start a fire someday. That sounds us. Oh. And George thought that was strange. Yeah. Especially since he had just had the wiring checked by the local power company who pre- who said it was in fine condition. Sounds a- and around and around the same time, another man tried to sell sell them life insurance. Uh and he got mad when George said no. And the salesman said, quote, your goddamn house is going up in smoke. And your children are going to be destroyed. You are going to be paid for the dirty remarks you have been making about Mussolini. End quote. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, but what I want to know, why did the police not question this man? They didn't question them? No. What? He's, he, he, he almost perfectly predicted what was going to happen and they didn't question him. Would you not question that? 
<laughs> what, like, why? Why? Full on. You have a full on secreted threat right there. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I get threatened <laughs> every day. Like, who, He's a who gets threatened? Insurance, man. He won't be murdering anyone, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, oh, no. He, he, he's just he's just selling life insurance. That's just his job. He's, he's fine. Mm, he's, he's fine. He definitely didn't do it, even though he perfectly predicted what was going to happen. Like, I think those two people had something to do with it. Yeah, me too. Their little- their sentences were very specific. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, this is gonna start a fire someday. Your children are gonna die. You're gonna die. Everyone's gonna die. (laughs) Like, why would- Why? Why would someone say that just because they couldn't sell life insurance? (laughs) I know. Well, like, apparently, like, George was, was, like, very outspoken about his dislike for- Oh, Mussolini was an Italian dictator back in 1945. Oh. Okay. Mafia, maybe? (laughs) And apparently would occasionally engage in arguments with- well, heated arguments with other members of of the town's Italian community. And at the time, he didn't take the salesman's threats seriously. And I would see why. Not many people would actually act on those threats. Yeah, not, but, not yeah. many. <laughs> that, that's... That, <laughs> not many. <laughs> not a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. That's... But but also the older Sardis uh, sons recalled something pretty strange. Uh, just before Christmas, they noticed a man parked along the hi- parked along the highway, what intently watching the younger children as they came home from school. It's nice. Very. That doesn't. That's lovely. That doesn't seem suspicious at all. Definitely not. No, what what are you saying? No. Mm. He's just being friendly and making sure the children go home alive. Mm. Yeah, he he just wants to make sure they're safe. I think that's what's called a stakeout. Um. You know what would be funny? If uh, uh, if the if that guy like like uh, painted his car to look like a highway patrol car and then was wearing a police uniform, oh, <laughs> I don't know why I think that would be funny, but I just think it is. That would have been very funny, huh? <laughs> they have been smart as well. Yeah, on like that dude's behalf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um <laughs> uh, actually a lay uh, a woman who worked at a diner a few miles out of town saw saw uh claimed to have seen um the missing children uh peering from a passing car. Oh wait, no, that not a woman, not the woman at the diner. Some other woman claimed to have seen the missing children peering from a passing car while the fire was in progress. And another woman who worked at a tourist stop between uh, Fayetteville and Charleston, about fifty miles west, said that she saw the children the morning after. She said, "Quote: I served them breakfast." There was a car with fl- with a Florida license plate. At, I mean, there was a car with Florida license plate at plates at the tourist court too. End quote. Mm-hmm. And a woman at a Charleston hotel saw the children's photos in the newspaper and said she had seen four of the five children a week after the fire. Quote: The children were accompanied by two women and two men, all of Italian extraction. I do oh. not remember the exact date, however. The entire party did register at the hotel and stayed in a large room with several beds. 
I registered about midnight. I tried to talk to the children in a friendly manner, but the men appeared hostile and refused to allow me to talk to these children. One of the men looked at me in a hostile manner. He turned around and began talking rapidly in Italian. Immediately, the whole party stopped talking to me. I sensed that I was being frozen out, and so I said nothing more. They left early the next morning, end quote. Like, what? What? Oh, no. Um, like, yeah, yeah they're definitely involved. And then many years later, they, uh, they got a letter from someone who they think was, was uh, one, of the sons who, one of their sons who went missing. But there was no return address, so they couldn't go find him. What? Oh. Well, I mean, if you think about that, they might have sent that letter with no return address. Maybe, like, I mean, like, does it say what the letter said? Um, I have a lot of notes. Just like... <laughs> yeah, like, maybe there, maybe there was like a secret message or something in there. I don't know. Ah. Oh yeah. Um uh inside was a photo of a man in his mid twenties. On on the other side, a cryptic handwritten note. There was a cryptic handwritten note that said, quote, Lewis Sada. I love Brother Frankie. Lil Boys A nine zero one three two or thirty-five, end quote. Oh. <laughs> and apparently the guy on the on the postcard looked a lot like Lewis, one of their missing children. Huh. Yeah, that sounds like he was trying to, like, I don't know, hint that they were <laughs> where they were. Yeah, and and the and the guy on the picture uh, was looked like he was in his mid twenties. Uh, they got they found the postcard in 1968. At the time of the fire, Lewis was only nine. So, it could be him. Yeah. I was thinking, like, maybe based off of the letter, like, they'd be like, oh, you should probably come here if you want to find your children, and they kill them as well. And children go back as well. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's the thing. Like, if they did, if someone did kidnap the sort of children, why wouldn't they like want a ransom or anything? Yeah. If like if they were just trying to get back at the parents, why not lure them somewhere? And I mean, then... oh, I know this is terrible, but like some people just like watching other people suffer. I don't. Un I don't understand yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's that's pretty accurate. Yeah, I mean they. They, yeah, they weren't able to. They, they weren't able to find the children for over twenty years. So, I mean, yeah. Sure. Yeah, like, <laughs> but dang. Oh. Oh boy. In in 1947, George and Jenny sent a letter to the to the FBI. And received a reply from J. Edgar Hoover, uh, which said, quote, Although I would like to be of service, the matter relate related appears to be of local character and does not come within the investigation and investigative jurisdiction of this bureau, end quote. Mm -hmm. uh, he's, uh, the agents said that they would assist if they could get permission from the local authorities, but the police and fire department in Fayetteville declined. Oh. I wonder if, like, a bunch of people, including, like, the people who can decline that, were Italian? And were like, uh, ha, Maybe, I really uh... don't like this guy and his family. I'm gonna decline the FBI from helping them, though they're children. Or maybe may have been, like, like may have, have been kidnapped and like, or may have been 
burned alive or whatever. <laughs> but you're not allowed to find your I, children. Right? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. That <laughs> they turned they they hired a private investigator named C. C. Tinsley. Huh. I, I don't know why I find that name funny. Mr. Tinsley. Very interesting name. Yeah. yeah. But apparently he was actually a pretty good nice. investigator. He discovered that the insurance salesman who had threatened George was a member of the coroner's jury that deemed the fire accidental. Huh. Oh. Huh. Huh. Uh, huh. Um. <laughs> he also found that the fire chief, uh, like, uh, uh, had claimed that no remains were found, but had confided that he'd discovered a heart in the ashes. He hid it inside a dynamite box and buried it at the scene. Oh, but Tinsley well. was able. To, but Tinsley was able to persuade Morris to show them the spot. They dug up the box and took it straight to a local funeral director, who poked and prodded. Huh. Oh, okay. That it, it. It was just beef liver. It was just. It was just a beef liver. liver. Okay. Um, it was just beef liver. Uh, I was. How do you mistake a hot right? beef liver? I. I was still. I was How? so confused. Like. So concerned, we're like, maybe the entire town is in on this? Like, what? And then... That would be one big conspiracy <laughs> uh, theory. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, though. I don't like to spread those, around, those theories around. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> which is, which is yeah. funny, because we're doing a true crime podcast. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> uh, soon after, the Sodders heard that heard rumors that the fire chief had told others that the contents of the box had not been found in the fire at all, and that he had buried the beef liver in the rubble in the hope that finding any remains would placate the family enough to stop the investigation. Hmm. Uh, maybe the whole town was in on it. Yeah. Maybe. Sounds like they probably maybe were. they just really didn't yeah, like this dude, and then because they didn't like the dude, they also didn't like his family. Tom, this is family feud. <laughs> Did not mean to miss the game show. <laughs> A feud between the entire town and one family. Family feud, man. Imagine just one. Imagine just one family pissing off an entire town worth of people. Yeah, oh, <laughs> enough, enough for them, and enough for all of them to conspire to make these people's lives miserable. Yeah, like kidnap like five kids. Yeah, that make too. I'm sure why not. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't think don't... humanity is mentally stable. No, it's there. <laughs> George saw a newspaper photo of, of school children in New York City and was convinced that one of them was his daughter, Betty. Why was he looking at a picture of school children from New York? Okay, I mean... Could have been... Okay. Could have been a newspaper. Um... Also, parents can parents can be pretty desperate when their kids are missing. Yeah, yeah, that that is true. And uh, in August of nineteen forty nine, uh, they decided to mount a new search at the fire scene and brought in patholo brought in, and brought in the pathologist named Oscar B. Hunter. Uh, he actually did a thorough excavation and uncovered damaged coins, a polyburn dictionary, 
and several shards of vertebrae. Well. <laughs> he, he sent the shards to the Smithsonian, uh, who said that, quote, the human bones consist of four lumbar vertebrae belonging to one individual. Since the transverse recesses are fused, the age of this individual at death should have been 16 or 17 years. The top limit of age should be about 22, since this since the centra, which normally fuse at 23, are still infused. On this basis, the bones show greater skeletal mat- matur- maturation than one would expect for a 14-year-old boy, the oldest missing sort of children, uh, the, the oldest missing sort of child. It is, however, possible, although not probable, for a boy 14 and a half years old to show 16 to 17 mat- maturation. The, the vertebration... Uh, so, end, end quote. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's weird. <laughs> oh, whose vertebrae was it? Vertebrae? It's just like, that's, that's, that's weird. I mean, the coins in, in the dictionary make sense, but vertebrae that don't even belong to the, to, to, to the children who went missing. Whose is it? <laughs> who does it belong to? <laughs> Has someone already built like a house underneath a cemetery that people didn't give a f- about? <laughs> it even weirder. The vertebrae showed no evidence that they had been exposed to to fire, and that no other and no other bones were found in the in the careful excavation. Huh. Oh. So why was it just vertebrae, dude? <laughs> Uh, apparently, whoever put them there is. Uh, they need to go to a mental hospital. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could have. Quite literally. Uh, then again, there are like so many different situations that are traumatic that have happened to so many different people. And like, I don't. People yeah. could have been a loved one from someone who had settled there before. Um, I don't know. I'm. Yeah, the, a reporter concluded that the bones were most likely in the supply of dirt George used to fill the basement to create the more to cre- to create the memorial of for his children. Huh. Wait. Did, did George kill someone? Did oh. he m- mention a spine was found in the yard? Uh. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the vertebrae is, is part of the spine, that, and this was what I was talking about. Okay, I thought you mentioned, like, a spine was found I... around that area. Um... That, that, that was, uh, that, that was, a, that was something like a grenade. Oh, I'm mixing up evidence. That's not good. <laughs> That's not good. I would not make a good investigator. Well, I mean, it's yeah, just a it's, podcast. It's it is not, not an official investigation. investigation. <laughs> yeah. Besides, it would be it would be nearly impossible to convict someone since it happened way back in 1949, and and that person would most likely yeah. be dead. Yeah, they most likely yeah. passed by. <laughs> Did this? Yeah, they probably would have. Um. I mean, it would make sense if, like, George killed someone, and it was someone that the people of, the, of like, the town really liked, so they had, they grew, like, a really strong dislike for him, and so they basically, uh, broke, basically tried to murder his family. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Best way to retaliate with murder is more murder. And arson. And arson! Yes! <laughs> yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> And, and oh yeah, kidnapping. kidnapping. So, someone oh. murders someone, retaliate back with murder, arson, and kidnapping. Please don't actually do that. Yep. Please don't. Yeah, please, don't. please don't. Please don't. No. Please don't. Please don't, don't do, do that. that. <laughs> I. No, no, this one's already just Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, don't do it. It's not worth it. Guys, don't. No murder, no death, no arson. Or kidnapping. 
general. But I thought you said death <laughs> note. No yeah, murder, no. no death, no arson, no kidnapping. What 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 if it was the death note? Hmm. <laughs> oh, oh no. <sighs> Real life murder no- notebook. Uh, it's probably not, but yeah, this this is all just really confusing to uh, me. Yeah, oh well, I could actually <laughs> see that happening. <laughs> oh no! Oh, yeah. Well, I, well, actually, uh, in Japan, it, they it's it was. I don't know if it still is, but for a while it, it was legal to to have a notebook labeled Death Note. Huh. I don't exactly remember the circumstances that caused that law, but eh. Eh, humanity be weird. Oh. I just I just deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, but actually not but actually uh, over ninety percent of Japan's murders get solved. And guess how many get sold? Get like get sold <laughs> in America? Not that much. About seventy. Uh, about seventy <laughs> percent. <laughs> if I'm rem- if I'm remembering the the statistic correctly, uh, I'll actually get, I'll actually have the right statistic in 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 a in an episode later on. But yeah, that's yeah, that's. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, humanity is not okay. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, Never okay. George, George and Jenny uh, got a billboard along Route 16 and passed out flyers offering a $5,000 reward for information leading to the recovery of their children. They soon increased it to $10,000. Damn. Damn, how, how much... Damn, how much does does, a, does someone who sells coal make? Holy shit. Don't ask me. I don't... How do you have that, how do you have that much money in 1945? Oh. I guess later. Yeah, that would. Mm. Later, but still. God dang. Like how? I mean, people can get desperate. People can get desperate. Uh, like a very, to a very like scary that. and concerning point. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> They got a letter from from a woman in St. Louis saying that the that the oldest girl Martha was in a convent in there. Another another tip came from Texas, where a bar patron overheard an incriminating conversation about a long ago Christmas Eve fire in West Virginia. And someone in Florida claimed the children were staying with a distant relative of Jenny's. George traveled the country to investigate each lead, and never got any answers. Honestly, though, that that's a bit uh, mean giving giving a parent looking for, for four of their lost children. A, what, wait, five, is, five of their lost children. Ah, oh. yeah, for five of the lost children. But that's just evil. Honestly, I, I think. Uh, yeah. Don't give people false hope. That's, uh, yeah. Uh, that, that, that's yeah. just evil. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Literally. I mean, they could have actually seen them, and then... Oh. I don't know. I I don't know where I was going with that sentence. Um... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> it, went, it went somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> I... My train of thought went off the rails, and it is... It crashed and burned. Much like... Oh, so so you know that so you know that yeah. letter that I told you guys about? Um, apparently after they got it they hired a, another private detective and sent him to Kentucky where Oh. Uh where apparent where it was postmarked from. Uh 
the detective never returned. Huh. Oh no. And then and then the two of them feared that if they published a letter or the name of the town, the the son might be harmed, so they just added his image to a billboard, like to the billboard. To the, <laughs> to billboard. To the billboard. <laughs> and uh and hung an enlarged version of it over the fireplace. Huh. And George said, quote, time is running out for us, but we only want to know. If they did die in the fire, we want to be convinced. Otherwise we want to know what happened to them. End quote. And then a year later he died. Still hoping for a break in the case. Feels so yeah. bad for him. Poor guy. Poor guy. For over twenty years, Jenny only wore black. Oh my gosh. No, no, actually, over 40 years, she only wore black. Good. And then she died in 1989. And then the billboard finally uh. came down. Oh, but, but, oh, but the family continued uh. the investigation and came up with Fair their enough. own theories. Yeah. One of the, apparently one of the children and grandchildren's theories was that the local mafia had tried to recruit him and that he declined. And then they tried to extort money from him and he refused. I mean... I don't know much about the mafia, but like, okay. <laughs> but like, why not go after him? Yeah. Why not go after him? Yeah, he refused to join the mafia. After him, not his kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Another one of the theories, another one of the family's theories, is that the children were kidnapped by someone that they knew. Uh, someone who came in through the unlocked front door, told them about the fire, and offered to take them somewhere safe. Uh, uh, that they might not have survived the night, and if they had, and and if they, uh, like, yeah, how would, uh, how would have they known about the if, fire? Yeah, and and yeah, that's my question. And they also think that the reason they failed to contact the parents was just because they wanted to protect them. Ah. Yeah. Highly loud. Yeah. yeah. And. The, and now Sylvia, the the youngest and last surviving child, uh, is now sixty nine and also doesn't believe that her siblings perished in the fire. Uh, yeah, she was two years old at the time of the fire. Gosh. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, and her very first memory is oh. all from that night. Oh. Okay, oh, so, that's just uh, sad. First memory be trauma. Oh no. <laughs> Oh lord. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I think I think just wow and what just sums up this entire case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like quite literally. literally. Um <laughs> Okay. But the current, the current theories that, like, the current most popular theories are that the Sada children perished in the fire. Oh. Obviously, from the thing, uh, the Sada children were kidnapped and the fire was set by someone else, and there was possibly a cover-up by Fayetteville law enforcement. The, the cover-up was by Fayetteville law enforcement. Sounds about right. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, sounds, sounds, that seems pretty sounds, likely. Seems, whatever the correct grammar is there. Uh, see, uh, that, that sounds <laughs> like the most likely um, 
uh, outcome or what happened? Grammar is grammar is hard. Yeah. Grammar, <laughs> grammar is hard. Just words are hard. Just, just words in general. I don't know how hard. to English. Help yeah. me. <laughs> I can't so English what... either. So, what do you guys think happened to the side of children on Christmas wow. Eve, nineteen forty-five? Oh, oh. Uh, first, also to recap. The, the five children uh, who went missing were Maurice, age 14, Martha, age 12, Louis, age 9, Jenny, age 8, Betty, age well, 5. Um, I think that the phone call was uh, a distraction. Um, the pineapple bob thing was then another distraction. Yeah. Or it's what caused the fire. I don't know how. Wait, no. Because then an hour later she woke up. Oh, the phone call and the bomb were a distraction. Um, I don't know how dangerous or lethal um, pineapple bombs are. Because I, cause, cause I don't look into yeah, bombs. Neither do I. Neither, I don't look... neither do I, because I don't want to don't show up on my search on history. I don't want to get put on a oh, watch yeah, list. Yeah. <laughs> but, neither yeah, do I. Think I. Phone call and... Um, uh, bomb were uh, distractions. Um, someone else started the fire. Um, or they uh, the kids were kidnapped. Law enforcement tried to cover it up. Um, and like, I, f- I f- have a feeling that the the dude on the side of the highway, dude. Um, then the two door dudes that came up to the door, the one selling life insurance and the one talking about, hey. I think that's gonna cause a fire. <laughs> Though it was perfectly fine. I think those three people had something to do with it. Yeah, that's my I, theory. I think so. Um, yeah, my theory is that uh, the salesman uh, had definitely had something to do with yeah. it. I mean, he perfectly predicted what was going to happen. How does he yeah, not that, have that, that any really part of it? Uses me. <laughs> Literally. Also, I'm thinking maybe the the law enforcement and fire department of the town yeah. had something to do with it too. Because they, they both refused FBI help, and it doesn't take seven hours to yeah. drive two and a half miles. See, that's just the part yeah, that, that part just makes me mad. That. Like, like it's like it's like they, they just were. weren't even trying. I think if they but didn't they show up, then that would be even more suspicious. And then they would be like, "Uh, why aren't you doing your job?" Like my guy, no. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think that yeah. Yeah, that that's pretty much what I think. I don't exactly know what I think happened during the fire like or what caused it uh but my theory is that those two people had like those people had something to do with it yeah what about you wolf i feel like um like how like he had rejected to join the mafia right i feel like those two people had might have had some kind of connection with them and they might have been angry that he rejected that. And so they kind of disguised and kind of like found where he lived and kind of came up and like offered him stuff or like just kind of ominously said, oh, this is going to start a fire some one day. And if like they were overly mad at him, maybe not to like or something like that, maybe not to give him the pleasure of just full on just dying. Maybe they were trying to get back at him for him through his kids, and then everything else kind of played out. So, like, they wanted to make him suffer? Or reject him yeah. their offer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause that's, that just sounds like something like a mafia might do. Just thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, n- yeah me neither, and I don't want to end up on a watch list, so but... I'm not gonna search that up. I'm not gonna... Neither do I. <laughs> 
Yeah, there are some details that if you want to know them, you're just gonna have to yeah, search honey, it on your own because I like, don't. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm not. Wanna, want I'm not wanting to be on a watch list. Um, <laughs> I'm good. I don't want that on my record. Um. <laughs> I mean, yeah, not are basically just criminal organizations. So yeah, that has something. Uh, 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 bro, uh if I'm remembering correctly, the movie. The- the Godfather? I don't exactly remember, but like, I think that, oh. I think, like, that was just about a criminal organization. I haven't actually watched the movie, but from what I've heard about it, that's kind of what it was about mafia. Oh, there definitely had been mafia involved because mafia is very active in Florida. Yeah, th- this was in West Virginia. Oh, it's in West Virginia. I heard Florida and I remembered Florida. <laughs> Yeah, that's just where one reported sighting was. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) The Florida men. I've actually been to Florida. I don't remember it. Fair enough, man. I was five. Fair enough. I have never been to Florida, and I honestly, frankly, don't want to (laughs) go. I was a very strange five-year-old. Fair enough. When I look back at at the pictures that we took, I'm just like, I I was such a strange child. (laughs) Why was I like this? Fair enough, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It looks like there used to be a um, kind of like a mafia-like group. But they only ran from 1908 to 1923 in West Virginia. Yeah, but but that that the fire is still in that time yeah. frame. That just, yeah, that too uh, sus to me. And and I'm not and I'm not saying that it's good, and I'm not saying that I want it to be the case, but. Maybe, like, when they disbanded, they split the children up among themselves. Fair. But, like, 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 one person took one, another person took another, and, like, spread out across the country. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that would make sense. Yeah, I... <laughs> Uh, I'm not an investigator for a reason. <laughs> I just thought I just thought this would be fun <laughs> to record. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. not trying to to solve it. Yeah, because I don't want to get murdered. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I've I've read an entire series nearly twice through, where the main character because she's solving these cases nearly like n- nearly gets m- murdered she she nearly gets murdered in, she nearly gets murdered in every book Fair in the series. like i mean it, it it gives for a good plot man yeah that's understandable as a writer gives for a good plot yeah yeah it does in case you want to check the series out, it's the A, a Good Girl's Guide to Murder series. I mean, I, I, me personally, I may check that out, but you listeners should check it out. I I don't know how to be a content creator. Um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the second book she, she literally she literally wrote in th- in three months, three mm. months, An entire book. Written, edited, revised, and published. Damn, honey. That Damn, is honey. fast. <laughs> <laughs> Over a year just for one. <laughs> like, how did you do it in three it months? It took me over two years just, just to get to, just to start writing I mean, chapter 18 of like my book. Stories, so, like, um, uh... <laughs> Yeah. Short stories are the way to go. Not, not even lying. Yeah. 
but we're getting yeah. off topic. We were talking about true crime. Yeah. 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 Let's go. Back on topic. But uh, since one, uh, on the only child, the only solid child left is Sylvia, who was two at the time. Uh, it, and she's the only one still alive. I guess the case will be solved since the person who committed these crimes is probably, probably dead. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. they're dead. So we. Yeah. I'm just gonna hope. Yeah, let, let, and like, let's hope so. Into it. Um... Yeah. That yeah. seems like a good thing. But I guess we'll never know what really happens to this to those five poor poor yeah. children on that night. Yeah. Christmas like, Eve, man. Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Man. Why? Why? Why, man? Why? Why all days in the year? Why Christmas Eve? Just wanted to make them suffer. Uh. And anyways, uh. Yeah. <laughs> let's. We should probably wrap up the episode. I had a lot of fun now. with this. Thanks for inviting me. Um, I'm gonna sell out for a moment. Uh. If you are willing to let me do that, uh, sure. you guys, uh, yes, you, uh, <laughs> listeners, totally check me out on YouTube, uh, Ginger underscore No Name. Uh, I make uh, random art stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I do. I yes. I, Yes. Yeah. Go check her out. I generally I make uh, crappy uh, animations. I sing. uh, I sing some songs. I um, also make fan art and do speed draws. So if you're into that thing, that type of thing, check me out. If you're not, I would still appreciate it if you would check me out. And, and in a few yes, years, maybe, we're starting maybe an SMP on Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> Very fun. We're already starting on the lore. Yes. <laughs> so much lore. We have so much lore. So much. We already have, like, um... Yeah. We already have, like, eight people um, yeah, we have... who want to be part of the SMP, but... Only three of us yeah. have actually started to write our characters lore, so it's confusing. Yeah. We have um we have eight people so far. So it's gonna be fun. Yeah. It's gonna be so much fun, man. So much fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah check me yeah. out on YouTube. Um ginger underscore no name. And yeah. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, anyways, uh, uh, it it is Gamers Talk Murder on Twitter, and feel free to email us about any cases that you want to see us talk about at Gamers Talk Murder uh, at gmail.com. Yeah, it took me a second to remember that, but nice man. I remember it. <laughs> You have a full-on email, man. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so go follow the so go follow the the Twitter account if you want updates on new episodes that the <laughs> season two Ooh. and and special guests. Hi. We started that with the guest today. That's we fair. won't have one for another I mean, few episodes. I had episodes. a lot of fun with this man. I would totally <laughs> do this again. J- just saying. Um... <laughs> just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for inviting just me. I had, like I've said this multiple times, but I've had a lot of fun with this. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. 
honestly, I've I've been looking forward to this for ever since I ever since we decided that we <laughs> that we were going to start this. So, bye. See you next time bye. on Gamers Stock Murder. Yep. Bye. See ya. Thank <laughs> you.